Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rogg. Going to take a look at uh, Jim Lee's career best question mark today here on the channel. Uh, first, I want to inspire you guys to uh, support the channel at the Patreon. Uh, King Kayfabers get to check out all of the videos before anybody else. It completely mitigates the Kayfabe effect. And uh, the biggest supporters get to watch us uh, record these videos live. Uh, before the things are even produced so they get the first jump on things and they have kayfabe affected books in the past uh the cha the channel is brought to you by the comic books that we make and uh 2023 gonna be a big year for cartoonist kayfabe hip-hop family tree omnibus is coming out in time for the holidays uh scoop this up put in your pre-orders online or at your local comic shop if you have a good one uh, it collects all four volumes of the Hip Hop Family Tree big books, but there is 140 pages of additional material in there that is not in uh, those original books. The Crypto Killers miniseries for Red Room is coming out uh, in May. Uh, four issues of that on a monthly basis. There are various flavors of covers for each of the issues, and these are all the covers for issue number one including a sketch cover that you're able to uh get your hands on all by yourself without uh you know a store needing to order a certain amount of comics or whatever two volumes of hip-hop family tree exist as trade paperbacks three volumes x-men grand design and WYSIWYG. jimmy has street angel princess of poverty coming out sooner than later it's going to collect all of the street angel material that is not in street angel deadliest girl alive trade paperback which you should already have on your shelf and if you don't scoop it up right away it just got reprinted having both books uh will give you all of jimmy street angel comics to date uh it's a must for everybody's library hulk grand design is out in the wild right now it is going fast it is not going to be on the shelves much longer so scoop it up sooner than later because the reprint might take quite a while to uh, see the light of day jimmy also has plain jane's comics out there in the wild and without further ado jimmy rob Liefeld brought it up a couple of times uh on uh, the interviews that we did with him he said uh, x-men is uh, jim lee and scott williams career best and he mentioned that he wanted wraparound covers like uh, x-men 275 and uh this is the cover that he was talking about man uh seared in my brain james I absolutely adore this. I look at this, I think X-Men 1, you know, with all the cover yeah. gatefold. Give me this one every time. This is this is my wheelhouse. I never loved Jim Lee art more than I did at this moment. Yeah. And uh, we were talking before this came on. I remember my head picking this up at West Side News, the little place where I bought comics once a week. And uh, New Mutants 100 come out the same day as my memory recalls. And it's two double-sized issues of the guys that I was copying in my sketchbook. I mean, like, I got back to the car. I was walking on clouds. This yeah. was the most exciting day I had ever had buying comics up to this point. Yeah, yeah. Just a fantastic week in comics, no doubt, man. Because you're getting double-sized the, the amount of, of content. It's the hottest dude. Like, I lived for these comics at the time. It was, it was like, such a... You, you hear of the safe space and shit? Like... I would grab a Jim Lee X-Men comic, freaking read it to tatters, and not exactly know how shit works. So I would keep going back every week to just see, is the new one in? Is the new one in? And when there's double like that, unfreaking believable. Uh, a couple months earlier, I think it's when 272 came out, that was another one of those weeks. Comics, like Marvel was firing on all cylinders. It was an, ex it was an Extinction Agenda issue 
the orange cover with Cameron Hodge and Wolverine huh. with the tattered up outfit. It was the first issue of um, the Art Adams, Walt Simonson, Fantastic Four. Uh, it was, I think, the Extinction Agenda issue that like Rob had more of a hand in than like the Guang Yap ones. And then uh, I ain't gonna lie, and I ain't gonna front. It was uh, an issue of What If that uh, Jim Valentino did that I re- that I really like. Man, it was like What If uh, Peter Parker breaks up with Mary Jane. It was a two parter. It was like the first two part breaks up with Mary Jane, and like Black Cat is his chick, and I freaking loved it. I never knew what was coming out then either. Yeah, no. And so like, if I'd spin that rack and you would get like one of your favorite books, it was like you'd get that adrenaline almost of like the endorphins of like, oh man, this is the day, you know, like this is new Rob yeah. Liefeld, this is new Jim Lee. Yeah. It was such excited excitement whenever you actually spun the rack and this is what comes up. After all the crazy shit that was done and that Jim Lee inherited, you know, he inherited the um australian team kind of shit and the weird like the siege perilous where everybody's story changes and and you get dinosaur rogue and 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 magneto and you get the little kid storm all that stuff he started to be able to flex enough weight that he's like nah dude like let's let's take it back to like what makes it great and he puts them even in like the og x-men outfits which, by the way, I freaking loved. I thought this was so cool, man. Like, like actual real cohesion of the team. A hundred percent. Because I start reading this. My first issue is 248. Mm-hmm. They're all over the place. Exactly yeah. what you described. They were the opposite of, like, they're all together. They're all wearing the same costume. They're on a team in one place. This is that moment. Yeah. Of, like, just, I've, I've been loving the book for two years. And now suddenly, here it is. It's like the culmination of all of that. He uh, he owns every character. Like like in my mind, so many of these characters they're, they're Dave Cockrum characters. When he draws them, he owns them now. He created the coolest looking like Banshee with the little mullet and the sideburns and shit. He's kind of never looked cooler. No, same with uh, is this Corsair? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, these are characters that should be awful lame. But like, they're not even like, oh, there's some other cool versions. It's like, no, this is a terrible character. If he looks even a little bit cool, it's impressive. It's important to the audience, Jim. Do you know his name? <laughs> I do. I do, Ed. It's Chode. Boom. There it is. <laughs> you know what, though, man? Starting from this page, like, I thought double size issue, going back this week, because I haven't looked at this in a long time 25 years or probably more there are so many of these kinds of pages where it is just like money shots like yeah. the team and every character looks cool to the point that you're saying how did he turn this out oh dude he had he there was some help earlier like there was like some uh like 266 like he he, he had a, a tiny buffer i do think these guys were going nuts there's uh shots to call al satter in here uh also i think it's worth mentioning that i'm quite sure uh, Jim Lee got three cover rates that month. Yeah, I mean, I think he deserves it because again, you know, you're you're doing an inside cover or a back cover, and now you're stocking it with these background images. It's not like there's a shortcut on one of these uh, four yeah, covers. No. I just, I think it's super smart, man. But I mean, like, it is just impressive every single page turn almost. Totally, it's impressive. And and that is what attracted us to this shit yeah. as as kids, man. Uh, he 
you know, he does so much intergalactic. We, we pointed out even like his alpha flights. We did a video where we were looking at some of his early comics and it would be these intergalactic spaceships and shit. And he's fucking good at that stuff, man. Rounded edges, very hard things to draw. Mm-hmm. I do wonder, like, what's the starting point? Is it like, you know, your wife's hair dryer and then you start to add, like, weird stuff Can't to it? Can't imagine. But, There's a lot going on in that spaceship. And none of the lines look out of place, right? Like, like it all it all feels right. I, I would be curious, just, like, what's the average number of characters in each panel in this book? Yeah. Because there are so many panels where you're getting five, six, eight characters. His death bird supersedes the Dave Cockrum death. He makes Deathbird cool. He makes all of these characters cooler than they were. Yeah. When they were first uh, introduced. Jubilee's a ton of fun in this issue, too. Yeah, he leans real hard into his uh, Carrie Kelly shit. I drew this over and over, trying to figure out the hand, the lighting. It just all spoke. Yeah, yeah. His The, the density of hair, like he... This, this does come from Art Adams. Uh, to start, but Jim Lee kind of pushed it, the hair out bigger, wider. Uh, he did not abide by that old rule of an eyes are, you know, a head is like five eyes wide and there's one eyeball of space in between yeah. the eyeballs. Like he just pushed that, pushed that shit super far. Foreshortening of the, uh, the death bird, like if you look at the size of her head, he really is trying to do that depth like they're coming towards us totally and look at this man smashes his mm-hmm. face into the panel border dude disrespect <laughs> you know you turn the page you've got eight panels there on the page yeah like it's, it's not shortcuts throughout this book this one's a little bit of a flyer for him so that he could hang out and, and draw this cool image yeah one of the things that i responded to uh the most as a kid the just the dynamics of the art was one thing but cool full body shots i was into copying art and i would copy this gym like you said and these comics just had more copyable shit to draw because he was going for these big bombad here's that page dude like let me see how, how yours has turned out yeah we were joking about this coming in about how all the black stuff from this ad all the ink had uh, bled all look, over into our pages. Look, look at how bad mine is. Yeah, yours is even worse. Yeah. But the but the lesson there, you can't do this much ink coverage. You right. know, there were rules about that, and, and uh, this is the reason why. Yeah, and you just see it all coming off. Yep. Totally, man. You, yeah, you just can't have that kind of four color, like photographs and stuff. Like, yeah, it's, it's probably just, it's 300% coverage or something of your, uh, of your four inks. Yeah. So funny. I mean, look at that. You could barely even read the dialogue yes. on uh, this page. But you know, as we're turning through here, you're not seeing close-ups. Like whenever he's drawing four panels or eight panels, like it's it's not a lot of uh, light. The close-up's a place where you can draw a little bit less. Don't see very many of them. Jim Lee is taking it back to the good old days. And there was the great two-page spreads that Cochran would do where yeah. it would be the Shi'ar fighters, whatever you call them in, the Shi'ar empire fighting the X-Men, and this is the Jim Lee version of that. Given all the character shine, this would be a heck of a poster. Magnificent. This is one of those pieces that, like, you would want that lettering on vellum so that you could <clears throat> sell it in, in other ways. But everybody, there's not one character that looks, ba- that looks bad here. Everybody looks uh, kind of cool. And listen, Jim did what he could. I never thought that the Shi'ar Empire was cool. You know, like, I don't care about Legion of Superheroes at all. That's That's some other shit. Uh, this is probably as cool as it'll ever look. Mm. 
not bad with the scale of Wolvie right here. I thought that too. He kind of looks short. You know, I don't know how many heads tall he is there, but it's not that giant 14 head tall, you know, six foot five Wolverine that <laughs> kind of you see a lot of. If it comes to mind when I when I come across it, I, I do think that we do have some Jim Lee inked pages uh, oh, okay. in here. I'll try to keep my eyes peeled for it. But yeah, I, I dug all this, man. I It's incredible going through this now. I know, Looking right? back. Like, like, it makes so much sense to me how hot he was. I love this panel with the close-up of Jubilee here and all these characters, and yet you're still able to create some depth. It's not just a bunch of characters staring at the camera from the same distance. Right. Which would be this page. That one. Yeah. <laughs> but, but those are full body shots. Yeah, no. You know, like, you're not helping yourself any with that drawing. Yeah, no, it's true. And, and like, you know, I, I would draw, like, an individual... Like, I would draw, like, Leela Cheney and then draw this piece and... You know, that full gambit, I drew that. Like, I copied a lot of this. One of the things I love through this sequence is they're talking about doing, like, an early morning, you know, like a dawn raid. It's this kind of sky the whole time because it's Antarctica. And this is the, uh, you know, the summer month there where you're not getting really darkness. The sun's always up. But it's always in that kind of, like, dawn color palette. Drew a heck of a Nick Fury. Did. One of the great comics to never come out is the Punisher Nick Fury quote unquote graphic novel that several, like maybe a half dozen pages were done. We did a video where we talked about the great incomplete comics, and uh, there's a Punisher annual from uh, the Von Strucker Gambit issue of uh, the Punisher annual that, that shows off. That's my era. Like, they, like, this exact era is like so fucking entrenched into my dna where uh jim lee is showing like it's all money shots with punisher and nick fury so it's guns it's this outfit uh nick fury has like hawk wings like built into like some outfit and shit it was real sick got their screen tone on this dude yeah this you know the, this might be a coral alstatter thing because like that yeah i don't recognize that foliage yeah i don't see scott williams doing it this was another one Mark-wise, this is stuff that I haven't seen in any of uh, anywhere else in Jim Lee work. Sure. So who knows? Maybe that's somebody else. Yeah, and when I see this kind of thing, that communicates Wills to me. Like, there's a lot of this in Wills' work uh, when he when he takes over X Men at a certain point. Oh, you know what? Go back a, a page. I like this stuff because it's those motion lines that have been a part of Marvel Comics, right? Going back to Kirby Silver Age stuff, but cut through with some white like yeah. you're still not using that like you still got to put your own spin on them i like seeing that i love these fields of color to like that's break a up weird, that's a weird thing too yeah that stood out to me going through it this this cracked me up uh so so you see zabu here and like when you just turn the page like you see sabu there i i really feel like this thing was like light box it's almost the same size uh-huh it's the same angle you change, you know, you, you light box the head and then you just kind of change the body a little bit because it's the same angle in everything. Yeah, that's a uh, not not Jim Lee's strength, that <laughs> saber-toothed tiger. You can see the Mignola influence in uh, the backgrounds here. You know, that kind of flat, citadel looking thing. Like, it looks like he looked at a P. Craig Russell era Mike Mignola piece of art. Yeah. Look at the amount of gear, too. For a small little panel, how much Fury's loaded with? Jim Lee knew, man. We, we responded to that kind of thing. 
it's so butch too. Like, gotta gotta jank him up in so that we could see his muscular chest. Yeah, rip those clothes. Rip, <laughs> rip that Nick Fury shirt a little bit. Let's see what's under there. Damn, tell me that doesn't look like that P. Craig Russell uh, era of Mike Mignola ink yeah. and stuff. Absolutely. Uh, this this is uh, the page that I think that I think if it's not. I think Jim Lee's hand is on this. If it's I not that Carl right. Alstadter guy. As soon as you say that, that makes total sense to me. This face 100% looks like Jim Lee inks. And this stuff, I love it. We talk about like Jim Lee not really doing what we see him do in like sketches and things. Yeah. I feel like he's doing some of it here. Dropping like ink. Weird, yeah. Like dripping ink and letting it spray a little bit. Playing with white. Like he does that in his like Twitter, mm -hmm. his Twitch uh, sketch, you know, how to draw videos and stuff. This kind of hatching does not look like a Scott Williams mark. It looks like he's really going hard to try to do that Terry Austin stuff. It's neat. It's a cool, I, you know, like as a spread, I like this spread a lot. <laughs> like Shane is like busting a pose while this, while we're torturing uh, Magneto. Yeah, She's yeah. like, let me strike a pose. Showing both their gimmicks out the back. Enjoy that. That's fun. Right. Do you think that he had the laser disc to Terminator and use that for reference for, for that kind of image? It really is a Schwarzenegger <clears throat> dematerialization Terminator. It is, image. but you know what? If you look at that for a second, the lighting's wrong. Like it's super heavy lighting on the bottom, but that's the part where the light's coming up. Right. Gotta shade it out in the Marvel comics if you want that code. That dude with the giant head, love it. I don't know what he is or who he is or. Maybe he's a regular character. I don't know, but he's very funny there. Yeah, just one of those Savage Land dudes. <clears throat> a lot of comics in this issue. It really is surprising. Uh, it makes me wonder, like, you know, I have the subsequent issues. Um, and I th do think they are Jim Lee. This is a cool technique that the colorist has, uh, has applied. Yeah, that's neat. Like a color hold on top of everything with that. I don't know, cyan or something. That is one of those things that is well documented that, that Chris Claremont lobbied to have great supporting teammates put together these comics uh tom Morzikowski figured out a way to make legible smaller font typography so that chris can have more word salads and uh he got what he perceived were the best colorists of the time look at how much word count there's so much work so many words i think i probably liked that back then yeah, yeah, because it, it made the comic last a little longer. You got more yeah, for your buying like, dollar. You know, this is now we're in Magneto's head. Like, it was just all kinds of information. You know, I was trying to learn these characters and what's going on, and Claremont was trying to tell me. <laughs> he wasn't uh, holding back. You could still see the glimmers of the Barry Windsor Smith in some of these close-ups here. Yeah, it's weird to think of Windsor Smith as an influence but you do, you can. Like he's made it his own and between him and Scott Williams, they sort of made it their own, but there are these patterns of like parallel little lines that- On the furrowed brow thing, which no, no like fine artist would draw a face that has that stuff. It's something that Barry Windsor Smith created and guys like Frank Miller would apply that in Ronin and things. And uh, these guys, these you know, the next generation just adopted it. I think Magneto looks good there, putting his costume on, like from the top down. Yeah, and then and then like later on, Jim Lee's gonna be like, you know, what would make 
Magneto even more of a badass if he had the Superman mullet. Because <laughs> he has a pretty reasonable haircut right there. Look at that, dude. That is a badass little Landra. Jim Lee is just... He owns these freaking characters. When he draws them, he makes some... He pushes their coolness levels. I love that face. Great design. I don't know what that is. Just rando yeah. alien in the... Yeah, just just designs, man. He, like like he's he's always been a, a good designer of monsters and things. I was reading this, and now we're getting near the end, and I'm like, oh, okay, I think there's like one page to go. It's like six more. <laughs> like it's so packed with stuff. This issue, it goes all the way to the end. Like there's your subscription list, you know. Like we are gonna go to the very last page. Boy, Wolverine was my favorite then, and I just loved how he was like getting in trouble and fighting everybody and being a badass. And it looks like Art Adams may have drawn a panel. You could see the Art Adams so clearly in that in that piece. Uh, Psy Psylocke is his new sex pot character. You know, take the take all the Betsy Braddock out of her and make her a full hand ninja assassin. It's like he had that design already. Well, I guess he did. It was called Electra, <laughs> but but uh, definitely very happy with himself. And uh, for those playing at home, we did take a look at that. Uh, trinity of issues that trilogy of issues that introduce uh, psylocke uh, you can find that in the x-men playlist i drew this a bunch of times man trying to figure out how to draw that 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 strong superhero body that's also skinny i don't know if that's the best example it looks like she can squat about 600 pounds that's big legs yeah big legs very strong oh yeah you know the cover to this next one dude it's it's uh it's the xavier standing there with like uh who, who is it wolverine uh, yeah, Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All white cover. Look at Orzakowski delivering the destroyed with some uh, great calligraphy, as the old timers used to call it. Good bounce to it, man. Ah, uh, dude, this lettering I feel like is like the um that teacher in that Klaus book where it's like lay down the blunt mm -hmm. characters and then just trace them. That's what that totally looks like. And then we uh, round things out with the Krusty Bunker <laughs> continuity, continuity Studios, Classic. unmistakable piece of ad art. That probably got them paid equivalent to all the money Jim Lee made on this whole issue. Silver Age DC lettering. Totally. Big on chocolate. Totally. Hand doing that three musketeers in perspective, man. Good good on them. Dude, that adventure may have come right off of an adventure comic. It is so DC. It's close. But you know what? That's that's probably what uh, the doctor ordered, man, when, when uh, the... Guys on Madison Avenue signed off on things. You know how that shit goes. Make I'm it look sure like it's a comics, comics. letterer that, that's handling all the lettering on this page. So it's all probably it. somebody we know. Yeah, no, all of Gaspar it. Gaspar Saladino or somebody is uh, passing through Krusty Bunker's territory. <laughs> there it is, man. Career best, you be the judge, man. Put something in the comments and let us know what you think about your career best, uh, Jim Lee. Uh, it, it will be indicative of the, the era that, oh, yeah. that people... Uh, we're introduced to his work, so we'll get a lot of Batmans and stuff. But to me, you just can't you can't beat this. I feel like Jim Lee is still working out certain stylistic um, ticks and things. Yeah, and I like that time. Like there's exploration, there's energy on this page that once he sort of has it all worked out at some point early in X Men, it it changes from it becomes colder. Yeah, this stuff is pretty lively to me. And I think that's well wow, said. Wow, dude, he must have been pulling just. A couple all-nighters. You know, 20 hour days, something, because there's a lot in this issue. It's true. Kayfabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell, we'll notify you when new vids are available, and hit the Patreon. Uh, King Kayfabers, get all the videos 
before anybody else but the vids are brought to you by the books that we make so jimmy tell the people what you have out there street angel princess of poverty is my next book coming out from image comics in a couple of months you can pre-order that one now it collects all the street angel comics that are not in street angel deadly girl live also available from image comics so pick up both of those you'll have the complete street angel comics in your possession uh, other recent books, The Plain Janes and Hulk Grand Design. You can't miss that Hulk, oversized and fluorescent green. You can see it from the moon, but they are selling well. So pick yours up before it's out of print. I'm also posting my latest comics on my Patreon. You can follow, you can read those at patreon.com slash jimrug. Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus coming out in 2023. Going to collect the four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree Treasury Editions, along with 140 pages of uh, additional art and materials, man, that is not in those four volumes. So scoop that up, put in your pre-orders now, tell your store that you want that comic, and we will uh, know how many to print so that we can deliver them to you without having to go into reprints too quickly. Uh, there are four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree out there. We're starting up uh, Red Room again in May. Crypto Killers 1 needs to be uh, ordered by your store uh, ASAP. And so that we know how many of those things to print going to be coming out on a monthly basis. Each uh, issue is completely self-contained. These are additional covers, uh, variant covers for that first issue, including the sketch cover. Uh, two trade paperbacks of Red Room are out there. Uh, three volumes of X-Men Grand Design and uh, WYSIWYG are additional comics that I have out on the stands that you can uh, get and support the channel but what else do we have jimmy subscribe to the cartoonist kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video you can also find cartoonist kayfabe t-shirts merchandise mugs hats stickers all kinds of cool stuff at our spread shop that link is also under this video great ways to support the cartoonist kayfabe channel given those marching orders jimmy will be on our way read more comics